0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast joining you on a pay-per-view weekend. UFC 277 coming up this weekend. Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes. And in typical junkie fashion, tie, I'm actually kind of excited for this card, as as garbage as it may be on the surface. Uh, I'm not happy about having to pay the seventy five dollars. I may get an illegal Chinese link. I'm just kidding. I, obviously, this is a comedy podcast. Just kidding. Maybe seriously, but no, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> Ty, how you feeling coming off of a uh, UFC London? That was a little lackluster and definitely not as riveting/slash exciting as the first one was.
1: Yeah, not not the best. Uh, there wasn't really much that happened. There was a lot of Molly McCann. You already know how I feel about that situation. Um, way too much Dave Portnoy. Um, Patty Pimble was, I you know, I he did great. Uh, his post-fight speech was awesome. Shout out to him for that um we had to bury Alexander Gustafson which is you know it had to had to happen it had to happen um yeah I'm looking forward to this weekend though as you know I was I've been shitting on it for like months but uh now it's here it's (laughs) in in many different ways it um I can't wait (laughs) Uh,
0: exactly in many different ways both of us Cannot wait, and let's just get into let's run through this London card because I I always say let's try to get through this quickly, but I actually do believe this week we will get through it quickly. But we both always have a lot of shit to say during these. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna <laughs> you do? You know, we watch the whole thing. I have some shit to say. Yeah, it, what it is, what it is. Uh, main event, what a, another week, anticlimactic sort of. This even worse than uh, the Ortega <clears throat> Rodriguez fight. Blades wins. Uh. At, you know, defeats Aspinall gets a TKO victory after Aspinall blows his knee out in the first 15 seconds of the fight. Uh, yeah. I don't really have much to say other than just it's just really unfortunate.
1: Yeah, I'll say though. You know, it didn't for for as short as it lasted. It, the um, it, it looked like Blaze was going to knock him out the way it was, the way it started at least. He hit him with a, a couple. You he know, did hit him like hearts. early. I was like, oh, whoa. Aspinall uh, went with like some kind of like. You know, knee to the body, and he had his hands just completely down and got and got uh, touched up. But you know, who knows what would obviously would happen? It was way too early to tell. I had money on on Aspinall T- second week in a row. I lost. I lost in the main event due to injury. So not happy about that. Yeah, it's just disappointing. I,
0: I don't know. Blade says he doesn't want to wait to run it back. I don't blame him. It's probably gonna be like a twelve month thing for Aspinall, if not longer. Yeah. Big guys don't just really bounce back from the ACL slash lower extremity injuries. Uh, for Blades, I imagine he says he wants the gone Tuivasa winner. Uh that I mean, especially if it's gone, that would that would be a uh good fight uh in regards to the title uh picture. I don't think they would do it if Tuivasa won. I think Tuiv they they would try to push Tuivasa right into a title fight if he were to yeah. win something like that. Yeah, other than that I just I really don't have much Heavyweights, so
1: goddamn... Like fucking meme, and
0: Stipe and John Jones are gonna get the next shot if that fight ever actually happens, which doesn't yeah. look like. A, I mean, they say September, they still haven't announced it. It's not really. There's. I mean,
1: we're, we're almost in August.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Like you know, you got Bob. Uh, what's it called? we or not Stipe? Uh, Nate Diaz and Chimaev is already main eventing that card, so I don't know what they're gonna do with all that. I would love to see those two. I would love to see Stipe and uh, John Jones fight. That was just such a huge fight, title or no title. You could make that a five rounder. And call it, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, just, I would
1: love to see John Jones do something.
0: Yeah, anything. Basically, could fight my local mechanic as well. And uh, I mean, holy there's, shit, there's a couple mechanics fighting this weekend. But uh, yeah, no, that's um, yeah. it, it's just a shame. It's just a shame when we don't have we can't talk about the fight. We have to just talk about other shit to kind of fill the time. You know, like it. Yeah, it is what it is. But Jack Hermanson, Chris Curtis, Jack Hermanson wins a pretty. I mean, obviously unanimous decision, but it was unanimous in my mind. 29 28 29 28 30 27 uh, hermanson fought going backwards the whole time Curtis could not cut him off get to him until later on in the fight it was just you know a winning game plan hermanson wasn't really able to use the wrestling like we thought he would it just uh I don't know it was a, a, obviously I picked Curtis you picked hermanson it was just kind of it was just a boring fight either way to be honest but it was a good it was a yeah. good win from hermanson yeah
1: uh, he used I think he used uh, his kickboxing pretty well. I mean, nothing. There was not much going on, but he he was able to just uh, pretty much have Chris Curtis, you know, back backed up and didn't really know what he wanted to do. Uh, kind of cut off his game plan. He didn't have really have a plan B when plan A didn't work. Um, he was very just, you know, I don't know. It was it was it was definitely boring. Um, I thought he was going to wrestle more. I thought he was going to have more success. I think he was 0 for 6 on takedowns, but he outstruck him, what, 100 to 43, which is not something I, I'd imagine happened, even though his uh, his accuracy is usually low. Chris Curtis, I think, you know, he's always been an overachiever, you know, and um, he's still an exciting fighter. He's still, You know, I think he's more uh, – he was underrated for a little bit, obviously, but he's still, you know, still a bit of an overachiever. So is Jack Romance. I think we should uh, see him and Darren Till, though. I think they need to make that happen. I will 100% take him over Darren Till. He'll take him down easily.
0: You think Hermanson would?
1: Yeah, and okay. he'll sub him. He'll sub him quick. Darren Till's a quitter.
0: I mean, yeah. We hey, listen. I'm I'm picking Till. Uh, I'm pretty much picking anyone against Hermanson at this point. I, I, that Chris Curtis fight was a little too close, closer than it should have been. But I guess, like he said, he, he was standing up. He, he very impressive with the kickboxing. Um, I don't have much negative to say, but I, I just had I had Darren Till. I I guess I kind of fell victim to. Just pick. I was just gonna pick against Romance no matter what in this one, but I just I like the way. I mean, Curtis came on to there towards the end. I wouldn't think he would win because I think the fight pretty much plays out the same way no matter what. But uh, I just I, I don't know. I didn't leave this like oh Chris Curtis stinks. It was just kind of like he got like outdoled by like a veteran. You know, like a yeah. Like a, and he's also not. You know,
1: Chris Curtis isn't young. He's like thirty six. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: he just. You know. Yeah, it's. Chris Curtis isn't at that level. Like I think we talked about that before the fight. Like there's a reason why he hasn't been in the UFC yet to this point, point. Right. and he's 36 and he's fighting. I mean Jack Hermanson's in the top what eight? You know, like he's definitely in the top ten. So uh, yeah, the
1: fact that he, you know kind of is here is kind of crazy. I mean, um, you know the Phil Hall's win bit of fluky, but you know that yeah, hey, hey wins he a win shots and then he put him the fuck out. So um and then Brennan Allen, you know, Brennan Allen was supposed to be the the next up and coming guy at 185. You know, we we heard about this for so long and he's always been, you know, uh, you know, he's good offensively. You get you you know, you punch him back, he'll quit. And you know, he he beat the shit out of Brennan Allen that second round. So yeah, I, I like Chris Curtis. I, I, he flipped him off at the end which I was like, "Oh, you know, you're in a fight, you're in a fight like that and then get mad." But after the fight, you know, that was I think they squashed all that, so uh nothing really to talk about there.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I just he was mad that he. I don't blame him. I would probably do the same. Yeah, same. it happens. Uh, hey, I mean, here's probably one of you know one of the highlights of the night here. Patty Pimlet gets like a rear naked submission choke, uh, over Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King. Uh, pretty impressive. The uh, how he, honestly, Patty sort of outgrappled Jordan Levitt, which was not something. I mean, we thought it would be close, with no one was necessarily sleeping on Patty's game, but. We just thought he would, if Patty were to have a successful fight and win this fight, it would kind of be more out at distance as opposed to what wound up playing out. I mean, obviously it was forced upon him, but he definitely was there, able to reverse on the ground, able to catch Jordan Levin in some precarious situations. Uh, that rear naked choke, he was able to pin, uh, I believe it was his right arm, with the body triangle, so he couldn't get it out. There's nothing he could do, and he only had one hand to defend. Nice. That was very sweet. And uh, that's just a huge win, uh, another just sort of dominant win for Patty and Jordy. Le- like we said, Jordan Levitt was a step up in competition in comparison to what he had been dealing with. Uh, just hey, the sky is the limit at this point for Patty Pimlet. You know, like we, you, you are a staunch believer that he can't be a champion. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen anything that's like, oh my God, he's going to be champion. I'm just kind of like, want, he's just another guy. I want to see what's next? I, I don't know how how big is the step up now. You know, where, where, what, what do they do now with him? So we'll just, uh, I guess, there you go. Overall thoughts, everything you think about this Patty fight.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I thought he, I mean, he, he lost the first round, so that's not good. No. Nah. Um, but Jordan Levitt's awkward. He's, uh, he's a pretty good grappler. You know, he hands can't, are not you, good. <laughs> yeah. You can at least give him that. But Patty, Patty looked pretty good. I mean, the way he, you know, he, he kind of kept, kept him controlled against the cage. It looked like he was setting up that knee for a long time. I was I was waiting for him to do it a little bit before that, but you know he he ripped it quick, and that that was pretty much it, man. That that one rocked his world. And then, um, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he has some he has some good uh, he has some good finishing ability on the ground. I, I think he can be live for a, a, a sub against a lot of people. I just if if you have some good you know, better defense than Jordan Levitt, Jordan Levert has good offense, but he doesn't have great defense. Uh, if, you know, more like a guy like Claudio Puelas. I think he has a tougher time. I think Joe Selecki. I think he has a tougher time. Um, Marco Madsen, I think he has a tougher time. You know, um, he fights Alexander Hernandez. You know, he doesn't get him down. He's in a world of trouble. A world of trouble. So, who knows? Though I mean, he's he's getting better. He's getting bigger. Uh, he's going to get stronger. His striking is going to improve a little bit. You know, his his offense will be there at the very least. You know, um, I, I I just. I, I definitely see the potential. It's, it's getting there, you know. You you kind of got to slow, slow, not slow, slow play him, but definitely watch the matchups. Um, we'll see what, what they give them next. They're definitely going to avoid Taporia. I would, I would love to see Selecki. Taporia uh, just got it, made
0: with Edson Barbosa. If you saw,
1: yeah, 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 that's right. I did see that, but I saw. I was also like half asleep, so I was like, I don't know if I imagine this or uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know. Um, I would love to see him Joe, give him a Joe Selecki, but Joe Selecki just came off a win. You know, um, maybe they give him Clay Guida. He's a veteran. I think he probably smokes Clay Guida, but, you know, they, that, that guy's been in there 500 times. Um, Get maybe Jim they him, out of bed. Yeah, I mean, I think Jim Miller's come off lost. No, he beat, he beat He's Cowboy. He beat
0: Cowboy, yeah.
1: Yeah, probably not. I mean, maybe you give him a, uh, I don't know. It de- like you maybe said, though, it
0: depends on if they want to feed him someone else. Or if they I mean, want I to actually step this thing up, which I think they should be stepping this thing up because he's not like a like we t- we've talked about it many times on here. He's not Sean O'Malley. He's not one of, like a prospect sort of in the in the traditional sense. I mean, this guy's been a champion in another organization
1: and has, I believe, eighteen
0: fights or, or so on his record.
1: Yeah, I think it's time. I think you know 22. you can put him in a a UFC Boston main event.
0: Yeah, but. But putting you know, him it, and Molly out in Vegas, like, it really could be anything.
1: So maybe not, like, his next fight, but I could see, like, two fights away, you put him in, like, a small card main event or co-main against, like, a, you know, I don't know, uh, Brad Riddell or Bobby Green or, you know, somebody along that, maybe a little higher What about, like, something. a Dan
0: Hooker? If, if Dan Hooker was a, I mean, he's probably going sure. to be a 55, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if Gregor Gillespie wants to get back in there, give him him. Or, Eventually, you know, a Tony
0: Ferguson, if you want to do that uh, feed route. Which I don't know. In if that's two that's-
1: years, okay, let's say Conor McGregor fights oh one or two, one at least one more time within the next two years. Okay, okay. Fast forward to twenty twenty four. Patty Pimblett, Conor McGregor in double in Ireland. Oh my god! Who do you got?
0: I'm never gonna pick against Conor, but uh, <laughs> you're, you're talking. This is a crazy. Uh, I will get my prediction the the day before the fight. <laughs> and I will. Fair. What do you think That's the odds fair. would be though? For and that it, I mean,
1: um, two years from now, let's say Connor fights twice in MM in UFC. Uh, after that, And he or loses after, both. Uh, before that, no, I don't say he loses. So both. who's he I, fighting I think, though? Um, we're gonna give him Charles.
0: Oh, he loses. So, he loses for the title.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then we're gonna give him uh maybe Dustin again or Chandler or Justin. Maybe we'll uh, say one of those three. Yeah, give let's him... just say he beat. Let's say he airs out one of them. Let's say, you know, he he beats somebody, knocks them out, whatever. And then turns around, it's like, all right, Patty Pimblett, Conor McGregor. We're headlining this bitch when we're going to, you know, Wales or somewhere. And they go anywhere. I mean, they go to Vegas, but who do you got?
0: Give me Conor. Give me Conor. Patty.
1: Nope.
0: I love it. I love it. Let's, uh... Where are we at here? Uh, we got uh, Nikita Krylov. This this was tough. The 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 first jab uh, basically wobbled him and put him down, and I knew right away. I said, "Oh boy, we are getting out of here quick." This is this was exactly what Ty said. He just does not take shots well at all anymore. And it wasn't even like a a case of like he was looking for a way out. His brain was looking for a way out and said, "No, we're out of here." Thanks for coming. Krylov gets a beat down, uh, KO. Just easy money for him in and out of there uh, it's sad sad to see what's happening uh, to the great Alexander the Great Gustafson
1: yeah I don't uh you know I'm i I'm a, listen I couldn't take a, a jab from uh, you know you probably I'd probably you know I'd probably be like ah come on dude you know don't do that again so I can't you know who am I but that 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 little uh, uppercut that that um, Gus got hit with, man, that was just like, you know, a very, just, just like, it seemed like Kirloff just like threw it just because, you know, it was small and quick and he knew it would land, but dude, <laughs> I mean, that shut his lights out, which is, that's, that's scary. That's terrifying. Um, It's off It's in the UFC. It's a big dude. You know, it's a legit fighter, but like, that is sad. That shouldn't, that, you know, that just goes to show you what else could happen. You know, I mean, that brain is uh not looking good. It's uh, kind of sad. Hopefully he's done. I don't know if he actually retired or not, but this has to be it.
0: Yeah, I mean, one can only hope that. I, I it, listen, like you said, I'm not one to sit there and tell you, oh, like he's like you know, I I, I definitely couldn't take any of these punches. But I think when you rank it at, on, like, there there you're you're a cage fighter, man. Uh, you you're gonna this is a part of the game. Your brain, your your chin. That's an important like. Uh, I don't even, like a valuable asset when you're fighting. And if you get hit once and it's over, you can't do this. This is not, this sport is not for you anymore. Like it's, your days are past you and your brain's just telling you no no more, no moss, man. No matter what hey, weight class this happens at, it's going to continue to happen. Uh, it's, I don't think the cut has anything to do with this. He just, he can't do it anymore. His brain just is saying, no, thank you.
1: That, um... That Anthony Johnson knockout in his home in his home country in stockholm I remember I remember exactly where I was seven years ago. I was in my dad's room um because I forget the living room t v was fucked up I think this is exactly literally what exactly what happened and we're in his room and I'm like all right, uh, I think he was on the phone or something I'm like, listen, I'm not gonna be in here long. this won't last long like two minutes five minutes and it was like two and a half minutes he got smoked and you know as soon as he got he he took a big shot, he folded and this was after this was I think after the John Jones fight, which was a war. Uh, it took a lot out of him. And then, you know, he came back and he had a close fight with DC and he beat Glover and Jan, but the Glover fight just helped pretty much, you know, put him away. And then he got finished by John and then Anthony Smith, and then he, you know, retired fifteen times. For went walked through him, and then this happens. I think uh, you know, if he tries to fight again, somebody's gonna have to step in
0: if anything it should be for like eagle fc or uh, uh game bread fighting championships or or something along those lines let's just
1: yeah uh, i mean listen he could it was just obvious he came back for like a 5 6 figure payday which you know one more one more six figure payday before he uh he doesn't have those anymore and I, you know fair play to him uh, i hope he i hope he did get like 100k or something like that um but hopefully he's just set. He's living a beautiful life in a beautiful country, uh, with a, probably a beautiful wife. So,
0: yeah. Molly McCann, man, took out your girl, future uh, flyweight champion uh, challenger, Hannah Goldie. I know you've said that on here multiple times. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, everyone, for for accuracy. But Molly McCann cooked Hannah Goldie in one round. Uh, th- this is just kind of. I hate saying this, but they just fed her. Fed Hanigoli to Molly McCann. This was kind of a foregone conclusion when we we talked about this before. I mean, we thought Hannah would keep the kickboxing sort of at a distance, but Molly is not your not your prototypical just uh, fighter. You know, like hey, she she just comes after you and, and she's willing to eat a couple shots, and it's it's doing her well uh, at this current moment. She's on a little bit of a heater right now.
1: Yeah, sure. If you if you want to call that a heater, I mean, listen. If I if I go down to the local middle school and beat up a couple kids, I'm also on a heater, you know? So whatever. But yeah, two, listen, whatever. She uh there's only two people in UFC history with multiple spinning back elbow knockouts. And it's her and Ricardo Hamos. So maybe they should fight. I think she honestly I think she'd have a chance. We should get her in there. Sign me up. I'd I'd pay seventy five dollars just for that fight alone. Um, You're nuts Molly McCann Pearson. I don't think she goes by that, but I wouldn't be surprised if she added that third name. It's, a lot of people are doing that lately. Yeah, she's on a she's on a three fight win streak. You know, Luana Carolina, Hannah Goldie, Gian Kim. I think she is Gian Kim fighting this weekend. Yeah, I really hope that she is. She is. No, she is. No, she's oh, definitely man. Get in there. Fade, um, fade, fade. <laughs> yeah, sadly she's fighting Jocelyn Edwards. So you know that's a double fade, but. Yeah, she's on a three-fight winning streak. She's like thirty. She's in her thirties, right? Thirty-two. I don't. It's gonna be interesting what they uh, do next with her. I mean, she's not. She's not very good, at all. We saw that against Laura Procopio Fritzen, who uh, you know walked through her. But you know, I guess you could market her and you could you could do some fun things. They should probably. I wonder what they would give her next because they got to give her pretend like she's good. I mean, she. I, I don't know if she beats Melissa Gatto. She'll probably get uh, the winner of Moreau's and Eubanks. Sounds like a a fight they'd give her. Or she should fight Joanne Calderwood. Don't call me Calderwood. But yeah, not much to say about this. Hannah Goldie stinks. Time to to cut her.
0: Yeah, definitely time to cut her. Uh, This this fight was absolute... (laughs) I I hate to do this, but this fight was another garbage bin. It it went about the exact way we... I, I mean, not the exact way I thought it would, but Paul Craig just pulling guard and trying to hopelessly get this thing to the ground. Volkan had good defensive wrestling, was getting himself. He wasn't playing the game that Jamal Hill played and that other people have played and fallen victim to him. Um, I'm just knocked this mic over. But yeah, uh, he just kind of went the exact way I thought it would for Volkan. And I almost thought he was going to get him out of there a few times. But you really can't start like getting after him or laying shots on him because he just lays on his back and you're scared to go into his guard because of how many times he's snuck up a triangle or he's going after your legs or he just makes you uncomfortable down there.
1: But hey, listen. Yeah. I, I think Magomed ankle one day could be a multiple-time multiple, multiple time defending light heavyweight champion. We'll talk about him in a little bit. And Paul Craig submitted him. Say what you want. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a, you know, you know what he's going to do. You don't you, he's gonna he's gonna set some traps and they're kind of some some are like obvious traps he was 0 a fifteen on takedowns but you know he's kind of respectable on, on respectable on the feet and um a lot of people have fall have fell for that i can't speak uh so shout out to volkan for doing that but yeah i mean there wasn't honestly much going on
0: yeah i i hate to like cut I, I want to say more, but I just don't have much to say. This fight doesn't do anything for me for like a rankings thing. I think Volks needs to put a way you know more than a few together to get himself back into the conversation. Uh, they still have Craig at eight and uh, Volkan at nine here on the on the UFC's rankings. I don't know. If, I guess they didn't update them, or they did. I don't know. I don't think they have. Uh, I guess they're a little busy this week. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll do Find much. Me up. Yeah, sign me up. I'll do it, dude. I got, no, well, yeah, I got nothing can... going on during the afternoons. all right I, I can bump. It. It. We already do it on here anyway, so.
1: Yeah, what the fuck? Pay us, dude. We're, we'll give you better rankings than anybody.
0: 100%. Ludwig Klein. Here's the upset of the car. We knew we told you what, someone was going to do it. I don't know if I gave it out Ludwig Klein on here, but I did like Ludwig Klein. Uh, but I did also like a TKO, too, because I thought if he won, he was going to get him out of here. He almost did. He, he had him in trouble, I believe, in that second round. <laughs> I think so. Or end of the first, it was something, w- either one, but, boy, man, Ludwig looked good.
1: I think it's his first fight at 155, yeah?
0: Uh, no, I think he's been fighting here.
1: Oh. He, he looked, his last yeah.
0: one, Devontae Smith, was his uh, first up oh, okay. at 155. Well, 55.
1: hey, he didn't look great there, but he looked great, you know, he looked great here, and that was, he looked great for parts of that Devontae Smith fight, um, in this fight, he dominated, though. I mean, you know, I didn't expect this. Nobody expected Mason Jones minus 400. I mean, he, you know, didn't really go for many uh, takedowns, but he didn't get them. So, yeah, Ludovic Klein looked much better. I mean, he only had it, like 60 something percent of his strikes. We'll see what he does going forward. He's only 26, 27. So, um, yeah, shout out to him.
0: Mark to uh dominant, dominant win against Demir Hadzovic—kind of a wrestle fest. Had no interest in advancing position. Uh, real, a real, honestly boring, boring fight. I don't have much to say yeah. other than that. That's a uh, good win, though. I mean, we—this is what we expected to happen. It's just,
1: you know, you know, if you if you were to tell me Mark DeChacy and Demir Hadzovic were going to fight, I would just assume that it goes the distance and somebody wins a unanimous decision. I just, it just kind of like there's a lot of these on the card that we kind of were um, expecting, you know. And that's, yeah. that was just one of them, but yeah, good, good one for him. I mean, I thought he was kind of, I thought he was dead in the water for a little bit. Uh, I know he's only 29, but it seems like he's been around forever. But, um, after that Alves lost, which nobody expected, I thought he was, I thought he was done, but yeah, pretty decent one for him.
0: Nathaniel Wood, Charles Boston, strong Rosa, Nathaniel Wood beat the shit out of Charles Rosa's leg. And just sort of did whatever he wanted. Uh, Rosa wasn't able to force the grappling the way he needed to in order to make a dent or make an impact in this fight. And it just wasn't enough. Uh, Shout out to Mark. uh, Sorry, I said the wrong name. Shout out to Nathaniel Wood. He looked good, but uh, another fight that doesn't do much for you when you're, uh, I mean, you know, Nathaniel Wood isn't exactly uh, contending for a title tomorrow either. So then this was his featherweight debut, I guess
1: he was one of those guys I mean, 135ers
0: the... that was sitting down there and he kind of comes up yeah. so i don't know his I mean, nickname was
1: the what is it like, you, I guess you literally was... lagged out as soon as you said that no i guess his nickname is still the prospect and he was supposed to be this this big prospect coming from cage warriors i don't know i never really saw it you know he, he i guess the win over andre ewell was good but um he couldn't be j- casey kenny and I don't. I, I mean, Charles Rosa loses to everybody. Literally, everybody beats the shit out of that guy. I mean, he's he should probably be cut. and He should probably retire. I mean, if American Top Team can't help him at all, I, you know who the hell who the hell will? I mean, he's lost three in a row to you know disappointing competition. Um, he should probably be on like a I don't know one two three four five six seven fight losing streak. He almost lost to Kevin Aguilar and Justin James. I mean, you know this guy. He's entertaining and you know he can give you a little bit of action, but he stinks. He won't get so. finished. So, that <laughs> yeah, I mean, to listen, you about. almost beat Yair Rodriguez. Yep. Yeah. That just goes to show you how bad Yair Rodriguez is, you know? But, um, <laughs> my God. Yeah, shout Nathaniel Wood. He, uh, he got it done. I know he was upset he didn't get the finish. He was talking about he wanted to get a finish. And, you know, I guess Great Britain top team, uh, doesn't teach you how to finish guys over there.
0: Yeah. Well, W is a W. Uh, I guess you're not going to get any extra 50,000 bonus money, but it is what it is, uh, for Nathaniel Wood. Take the W. JSP took out your boy, Mister Finland, man. This was this was not good to say.
1: That was sad. That was bad. I was I was. He out he outstruck him one forty four to twelve.
0: Just beat he beat the brakes off him, man. And uh, Mark uh, Maquan was starting to force the grappling a little too much and was eating elbows on the side of his head. He was leaking early in the fight. Uh, JSP kind of just did whatever he wanted to him uh, towards the end. There, he just uh, had. Levied enough damage on him that he was just kind of able to just get him out of there. I mean, <laughs> Amir Khan he took some shots during this fight. They may not have been like huge, you know, in the beginning, like but those elbows, those little those side elbows are bombs, man. You're just getting yeah. your brain <laughs> rattled back and forth over and over and over again like a speed bag. And, Listen, hey,
1: not not many people can survive the parking lot jujitsu that JSP has. All right, it's it's tough. He he might be for real. We might have to take him serious. It's four in a row. I know the Christian Rodriguez fight was a little disappointing, but he you know he did his thing. Kind of. Um, he's such a he's just a weird. Uh, he's just hard to predict. I don't know what's going on with the guy. I feel like any minute he's just going to get his brains absolutely battered in one day, or I don't know. But he keeps winning fights. He keeps you know. I I, I really thought Maquon was the side here. I know he kept trying to get his um get something, but he just he wasn't you know he wasn't really close to anything. So you know you going to
0: do? what are you going to do baby uh, this one another kind of disappointing not not really i mean it was a dominant win but it just you know takedown 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 uh, from mohammed Mukhaev. um yeah i will pass it over to you i really this is kind of me just throwing the ball up man you got you got to go make a play well
1: uh, yeah i mean he 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 almost averaged about a takedown per minute which is crazy uh he had 26 attempts which is insane um. Yeah, Charles. I mean, it was just a weird matchup. It, you know, Charles Johnson's okay. I feel like he could he could do well against other one twenty fivers. But uh, Makai again, I I think Makayev thinks he's better than he actually is. Yes,
0: but that's what I got. I, I'm just l- listening to him talk in the media. It's just kind of a little unbearable when you're fighting in in the mid- middle of a London prelim, you know. Like I, I don't know, and you're fighting. You're not really there yet. I, I, and he's just talking shit to Patty. Like I know he he doesn't like Patty or whatever, but like it's just like constantly he's talking to them, like yelling at the media, telling them what they should do. Like it's just more Habib shit, and I hate. I used to hate it. At least Habib was good though, you know. Like not to say this guy can't get there, but Habib didn't waited to become this uh, righteous uh, gentleman until he got to the top, you know. Then it's yeah. like a little, not, not, I still didn't like it, but at least it's uh, bearable, you know, I'll be like, all right, you know, I guess you can't say shit. He's fucking 27 and 0 in professional mixed martial arts or whatever. So and now he just continues to say he'll smash everyone, you know, from, from the, uh, from the back, which he might have to come back and avenge oh, Islam, the Islam loss, which we will get to down the road, but
1: smashing it from the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was born in the year 2000. So, yeah, yo, hey, you know, sometimes. <laughs> That's just that's born in the year two thousand. I don't love that. That makes me feel gross. So we'll see what he does going forward. I guess I don't. You know, one day he'll get caught. I think.
0: Jai Herbert, (laughs) stop the damn fight, Herb. That's all all, (laughs) what I always think about when Jai Herbert fights. He beat Kyle Nelson, the monster. unanimous decision. Another one. Another another kind of boring one, man. Kyle Nelson yeah, tried he, to put it on him, but he just Herbert was able to make that adjustment. He's just too he's too big. He's huge for that weight class.
1: Yeah, I like Kyle Nelson. He, uh in length, I would on, say. You know what I mean? Like length put and girth. On, <laughs> <laughs> put him on cut watch. Um, Jesus, Kyle Nelson will love the NFC. I think he'll do great over there. Um, yeah. No, I mean, listen, Jai Herbert has a great nickname, the Black Country Banger.
0: I mean, love it. That's
1: awesome. I I, I got to give him credit for that. Listen, he almost killed Ilya taporia and I don't think anybody will be able to do that in their life. I mean, he you know punch him in the face isn't hard to do, but killing him is is very tough. Um, so at least he has that. You know that hey, that was basically a win for him. So he's kind of on a three win fight win streak. You know,
0: good for jai Herbert. You know who else was good for Victoria Leonardo. Getting it done against man, Mandy. Baum, Boom, Out Don't call me Alec. Bohm. Huge W here for the podcast. You, I think you were the one that said this was your play. Um, lock of the fucking generation. Lock of this generation. You're always in on those women's flyweights fights. You just know <laughs> you're locked in, man. That's where you zero in on these. You know Listen, what i they, they miss? They they. They make some bad lines for these women's fights sometimes, man. They just—it's just—they don't know what's going on. I
1: listen, hey, I get it. You don't know, and neither do I. But I do know that if you get outstruck by Ariana Lipsky and if she knocks you down with anything other than a sledgehammer, then you need to reevaluate your life. All right, that's all I'm saying. So, I, it's funny because I missed like most of this fight. I—I I, I honestly didn't, didn't want to watch much. it. I—I didn't want to watch it. I just wanted to like refresh and see like you know bloody elbow tweet, the decision. And, uh, yeah, was it, what was it? 30-27,
0: across the board.
1: All around? Yeah, yep. that, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Uh, um, it really I, wasn't
0: that dominant, but, like, you know, Leonardo just kept pushing her up against the cage, and then doing, like, nothing with it. And then she eventually the took her down part, with, like 10 seconds left.
1: The best part of this is, we mu- I mean, I say this very lightly, because she's lost 50, uh, 50, 30 minutes no straight. We might see Mandy Baum Get another fight, and if she, I don't care who she fights. It could be um, the chick that Illima Lay McFarland fought in her pro debut—that soccer mom, where she was wearing like uh, cheetah oh. print leggings. Um, she could not, fight her. Mandy Bone would
0: smoke that girl.
1: I don't that, know. That man. Woman. She's plus five hundred. I might take her. No. Uh, I don't, hey, she might get another fight on her contract before they ship her back to Germany. Uh, if she does, she's getting she's losing again. She's training
0: in Vegas now. She's at Couture. I think they kept saying that. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess they
1: will t- that just goes to show you. Listen, if you have MMA aspirations, a big gym will take you in.
0: One hundred percent, and they'll take your money from you. But yeah, <laughs> that's the thing, man. I mean, like you, at at the end of the day, you have to be good, you know. And she just not that she. I, she just doesn't have, like, the power to be in that 125 because if people get their hands on her, they just can control her. And she's able to yeah, defend, she but she's not able to get people off of her. And that's what she just, like, doesn't fight with this urgency that you need to at this level.
1: Yeah, yeah. she's pretty bad.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Dalby takes care of Claudio Silva. Unanimous decision. Claudio Silva took him down, had his back, kind of uh, just, you know, controlled him in that first round. And then after that, it was all smooth sailing for Nicholas Dalby, who's Silva has about seven to six minutes in the gas tank, and the, before that thing starts to leak, the car starts smoking, and, and it, it just starts puttering down fun. the road.
1: Yeah, next thing you know, you're on the side of the road, and uh, you know you got to call a bunch of people, and nobody wants to pick up.
0: No fight of the night bonus here.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah, really shocking. Uh, this card, if I had to give out a ranking, was a C-. And yeah,
1: I, I would only give it a D because they had Dave Portnoy... Um, Celebrate with two winners, and they jumped into his arms like the Titanic. Yeah, or, or something. Well, he's so. like
0: the, they, they sponsor them or something like that. I think that, oh. that's part of the deal. Like they're, they're,
1: he sponsors I don't know, those This two. whole Nelf boys and this whole just all these other. It just seems like the UFC is kind of like letting anybody in and, and anybody in these days. Like the media is just a circus. Weigh ins, face offs. There's all. Well, these I just think
0: ra- you can tell it's kind of like uh, being catered towards like a younger audience like the which young like you hype, know, hype boy sort of audience which i mean i'll be it's kind of working cuz don't you have conversations with people that you didn't think watch it and they don't really you can tell they don't really know what they're talking about but they at least they're you know like they're fans they're starting to pay attention to it on a on a week week debate week to week basis i'm like i got people like yo the baddies fighting this weekend i'm like what like you fucking <laughs> I had never seen you even watch this shit. What are you talking about? And he's telling uh, he'll tell me he's gonna smoke this guy. I'm like, dude, like, all right, like
1: uh, I love it. I like to so I mean there was there was a couple kids that was I was working, they were they uh they had their phone out and they were watching it. We were all I'm like, Oh, do you guys got money on? They were they had money on Patty and Molly, of course. And uh we were talking about it and whatnot. So I mean people ask me questions, like people I know, they come to me if they have any USC. So listen, it's 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 definitely growing, but like you know, seeing the winners uh, jump the cage, and you know, it, Habib was the the bad guy for jumping the cage and trying to kick uh, Dylan Dennis, You know, the biggest scumbag in the world, kick him in the face. Uh, you know, you got all these fighters jumping the cage and jumping in the Dave Portnoy's arms, and it's just a goddamn free for all. It's so just corny, but what are you gonna do?
0: What are you Can't gonna get get do, too man? Bad, I you guess. Know. Um, Patty Pemblet. Nikita Krylov, Molly McCann, JSP. They all got performance of the night bonuses. And that is that. Guess what? My favorite award will be given out this weekend, dude. You know what that is? What is it? Some more crypto, dude, from crypto.com. That, that will be given out. And that's not an ad, but that shit gets me fired up when they give away a depreciating asset to, <laughs> to people for some arbitrary reason where there's like a fan competition. What a bunch... Of horse shit, that is. Manure. They got to give the sponsor, you know, people got money, people got bills to pay, mouths to feed. Feed! And there you go. Voices to crack. So, voices to crack. (laughs) Cheeks to crack from the back. Uh, You got to do what you got to do. But we move on. (laughs) UFC 277 this weekend. Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes trying to get back her belt. Uh, that she lost in one of the, which is arguably the biggest upset in the history of the, especially the women's division, um, even more than Ronda and Home. Uh, that 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 was just we were talking about how quickly she's going to go to sleep, and we were just flabbergasted when that i mean you know none of it no, no one can act like they called that shit happening i think you're a liar and you're you're absolutely a fraud if you come out and tell me that you oh this i just felt it. you know this was the one we always say S- someone's going to do it we're never going to see it coming you'd be stupid to pick against this person but juliana pena amanda nunez much closer in odds than the last time we have Juliana Pena as a plus two twenty five underdog. Amanda Nunez minus two sixty five, as high as two ninety five on FanDuel uh, for Amanda Nunez. What say you, or uh, you're not a lady? You are a gentleman. What say you, sir, about this fight? <laughs> Do you think it is going to play out anything like the last one? Uh, I have my, you know what? Honestly, I might go first on this one, so people yeah. don't think I'm a fraud. I already have my pick out here. I think Am- I think Amanda finishes her. I think with a more technical sort of game plan, and I don't know. Maybe she doesn't finish her, but I do think she wins the fight and do- at least wins three rounds. But I just don't – I have a tough time believing Juliana Pena is going to be able to replicate that. I mean she was dropped early in that fight. I believe – I don't remember if it was a straight right or not.
1: I believe so. She also, I think, I think a leg kick sent her down really early.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's just not that. I, I definitely could see Joanna Pena just, just. I mean, basically, to me, it comes down to is Amanda Nunes gonna just quit like that again? I don't believe she will. Something's telling me she's not going to. That she's. fig I mean, but you, you know what, though, dude. You, I don't feel like I can trust Amanda Nunes. I can't tell you this is a lock, or I feel really good about this bet either. But I just. The money, the money is right here. I think, I think TKO is probably your best bet. I don't think she would submit or anything like that. Inside the distance is minus one twenty, so that's that tells you everything you need to know about what the odds makers think is going to happen. That if she wins, she's going to get her out of there. I, I like Amanda Nunes inside the distance here.
1: Yeah. Um. So Tuesday night, I. Uh I did a little resume review at, at, at the at the crib of Amanda Nunez. Just went through like all of her fights. Just to really go over her career. It's been really it's been a wild one. It's been up and down. But basically, you know, she had a lot of she, you know, the, the issues that she had in the peña fight, she's pretty much had a lot of times in her career. Um I I kind of see it as that she just didn't take her serious the first time. I, I truly, truly think that. I mean, listen. What had she been coming off of? Uh, a win against Megan Anderson and a decision against Felicia Spencer, like nothing. You know, I mean, she ever since the Holly Holm fight, I mean, she hasn't really had any desire to fight. I mean, she, GDR again, nobody wants to see that. Felicia Spencer, I mean, she's a math teacher now. I mean, come on, man, like she is, she she literally is. She got her b- brains beat in for a couple of years by Cyborg and um, Nunez, and said, "I got to go back to teach, uh, you know, trigonometry." Like, I can't do this anymore you know, fair play, but like, <laughs> she, you know, oh, I I'm, 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 you, I'm, I'm I'm,
0: no, you can't say that Then go fair. play.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm glad. I mean, dude, she took some beatings. I'm, yeah, no, I'm you're I don't not, you're not kidding, man. She's, she seems like a, a nice person. She's a good looking woman. She has a lot going for her. I mean, she wasn't, she was actually good. Um, you know, she had some things weighing her down a little bit, you know, that's why it wasn't really a perfect, uh, sport for her, but, you know, she 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 finished Leah Letson. She's she's a winner in my book. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> Amanda's kind of she was like the underdog. She was counted out a lot, you know, when she first got to the UFC because she, you know, she kind of been exposed a couple times uh, by you know some bums. Sarah Diolelio. I mean, she she took her down at will at at Invicta Four way back in the day. If you want to see some names on this card. Invicta Four was loaded. You know who opened up Invicta Four? Who? Laura Sanko. Wow. I didn't. Did you know she fought before? Or had any kind of like experience? No,
0: I knew she was like she's one to zero, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I she knew beat, she did that. that. That's which is pretty impressive to just say you got in there and did it. At least I mean, look at times. her. She's
1: a goddamn model. Yeah, man. She beat Cassie Rock who is Cassie Robb, I saw her fight Taylor Starling, BKFC 19, on the undercard of Paige and Rachel Ostevich, and she got smoked in 30 seconds. So, <laughs> they opened up Invicta 4, which was just absolutely... I mean, Paige Van Zandt lost to Tisha Torres, Rose Namajunas, we got uh, Joanne Don't Call Me Calderwood, Leslie Smith, Alexis Davis, Carlos Sparza won, but... Um, you know, when Amanda came to USC, I don't know, she was kind of a fraud. I mean, she had the power. She's always had the power, but, if, you know, she had no gas tank, no cardio, and all you got to do is take her down. I remember Kat Zingano. Remember the beatdown she put on her, and she made yeah. her just quit in the third round? I remember that. But after that, something just changed, and uh, I, I remember she they fed her Shayna Baszler, smoked her ass to the, to the WWE, and then Sarah McMahon. I mean, she was the underdog in that fight. She went out and ran through her. And then she beat Valentina, and she was the underdog against Misha Tate. She was plus 200 against Misha Tate at that time. Crazy. In- insane. And she smoked her. She was even the underdog against Ronda Rousey. And we saw what happened there. And ever since then, you know, she's just been on top. And she walked around the whole cage after she beat uh, Ronda Rousey, shushing everybody. Because everybody was nobody was giving her you know any credit. They saw the losses on her record. They knew she's, she had been a quitter. But she had pretty much got rid of that label. All the way from what twenty fourteen to twenty twenty one. Yeah, Um we'll see. We'll see what she. I mean, she left ATT or not? AT, was it ATT? Yeah. Yes. So she's training. It seems like she's training and living and sleeping at her at her gym. Wherever yeah, she I don't know. Made her own gym. Just, yeah. Which you know, some people are having some doubts on. I you know, I don't know how I feel, but I know you know she was at ATT for a while. I mean, how much more could they help? You know, she's thirty four. Um, I know they've been focusing a lot on Kayla Harrison, so that's just something I've heard. Um, hopefully, she's just really working on her cardio because that's really all she needs to work on. I mean, she she busted up Juliana Pena's eye bad, and I know she was getting outstruck for the majority of it, but that was a lot of it. Was just you know she was just gassed, man, which we've seen before, but.
0: But don't you think like that had a lot to do with the fact that she just didn't fight smart at all? Like she just tried to yeah. kill out and just put her down and kill her right away. And it just, one of those things kind of reminded me of the Connor Diaz fight where just some, somebody didn't go away and they just,
1: yeah, very similar to that. You know, uh, I just think this time she gets done. I think she gets her out of there quick. Listen, Juliana Pena's up stinks. Uh, it, it doesn't stink, but the way she sets it, I mean, you know, it, it's more will than skill, I'll say, which At least she has one of them. But it's not, you know, she doesn't have quick jabs. She doesn't have uh, one, two. She doesn't throw combos. She kind of just wades in. And, you know, she. Listen, she was jabbing the shit out of Amanda. I I, I can't take anything away from her from that fight. I just think that's a different Amanda Nunes. And she was still having a lot of success. Yeah. Uh, I got Amanda first round knockout this time. Uh, Uh, But I would not be surprised if the same thing happened. I mean, you know, maybe she's just. You know, maybe this is it. She had a run. It was a long run. I mean, you know, eventually you got to start losing. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it, something just tells me, like, it's it just you're getting better odds on this one. And if she, I just thought she looked good in the first couple, you know, three round, or three not three round, three minutes, four minutes of the fight. And then she just kind of, she got hit a couple times. She was just standing there flat-footed, which is something she doesn't usually do. Yep. You know, she's kind of a bounce in and out sort of just, you know, throws heavy shots, but, like, manages them. She doesn't just, you know, basically overextend herself and try to murder people, you know, for the whole three, four minutes at a time. I mean, she's been a calculated killer for these last couple. I mean, like you said, even the Felicia Spencer fight, she wasn't exactly getting out of there, but Amanda was able to stay in that fight. Felicia was putting pressure on her, but she was able to just smartly manage her energy, hit her with shots, and just kind of dominate the whole way. Same thing with the Durandame fight, you know, but... You could make an argument those are both at 45, and is she able to do the same thing at 35? You know? No one's been able to hang around. I mean, she went five rounds with Shevchenko, right? So it's... I I don't know. I I just have a tough time believing that Joanna Pena is going to be able to replicate the performance she had last time. And I base it off the fact she's going to fight smart, she's going to get hit with shots. I mean, Joanna Pena's eye was already blown up early on in that fight, and you know, but I just don't. Yeah, I just basically can go. I can give you reasons all day, but I'm I'm on a manager. Interesting Nunez. though.
1: Interesting note. Uh, fighters that lose their belt have a tough time getting it back. Yeah, historically. So we'll see.
0: Num- the numbers would go the other way, but I'm going Brandon Moreno here. You're no, you're not, I'm already moving on to Brandon Moreno. I'm going to Nunes. but Brandon Moreno, Kai Car France, 125 interim belt. How are you feeling right now as as the day goes on? Do you believe that Kai Carr France is going to get a one another one for City Kickboxing or is Brandon Moreno going to absolutely demand that he gets that Davison Figueroa fight and no longer can he be denied of his what is that going to be a quad? Right? Quadology. Quadology, dude. I can't I wait for know, my first good quadology.
1: I forget. What, there's a there's a there's a name. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is right now. Fuck. I just saw it the other day. But yeah, might as well run it back again after this. Uh, we'll see. I you know I really want to pick Steve in this fight. I really think I really I like Steve. Um, who's Steve? Oh, you don't know Steve? Stephen France. Oh, boy. you don't remember when when Cody Garbrandt announced his fight? He said oh, this really? week. Oh my he god. He said uh, on on uh, whatever date um, I will be fighting Stephen France. <laughs> He called him Stephen France. Stephen France.
0: That, that just goes. That's another guy who needs to be medically examined and told, yeah, "Hey man, this ain't it." France
1: ends. gave him the work, um, and then you know he dominated. He, he, I guess he did lose the second round, but uh, he beat. He he looked really good against Askar Askarov, and everybody you know picked him. Honestly, I think I picked Askar Askarov to be uh, to be fair. Uh, you know, he's kind of been surpassing expectations. I would love if he like wasn't the next golden child of uh C kickboxing because uh he's exciting he's exciting to watch I mean you saw what he did to Bontarine what he did to Cody I mean he was on Cody and a lot of people were picking Cody I th- again I think I'm, I might have I don't know. Um yeah you know they did they did fight once. I, I I had to go back I forgot all about that. I didn't go back and rewatch it. So it's you know he's he's a completely different fighter. You know he's not losing a brand in Royval anymore. He's not going the distance with Tyson Dam. Like he's looking to finish guys um last couple of years he's really turned a corner I mean he had a great 2021 20, so I want to pick him man I just think I think Moreno has a huge grappling edge I think he has a huge durability edge you know fourth fifth round I I, I don't know what Steve's gonna give you you know I, I don't know if he can really be there as much as he is in the first two maybe you know first three if he can get that far I think you know I, I don't like I don't lo- I don't really like Brandon Moreno at all honestly I don't I don't know why he's like one of you know a big fan favorite. He's kind of a he's kind of an idiot, and I say kind of like you know in a nice way because I'm also kind of an idiot. But like he, I don't I don't know I don't know. He's you know his boxing's gotten better. He, he's definitely gotten a lot better, but um, I don't want to count Steve Alp. I, I also just I really want to pick him. I, I I'm a big fan of him. Honestly, he's he, he's definitely easy to root for. Uh, but I think Moreno's going to tap him out. I think he's going to take him down. Um find that find the rear naked choke or find some kind of submission.
0: Interesting to note that Brandon Moreno is now training with James Krause.
1: Which I just got oh, at the press conference. Oh last no. Night. So I that think, I think he might get this belt. Jesus. Might I think this fade, is fade City Krause. Is this team fade Krause. Is this gonna happen?
0: You can speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> I, I no longer and I, I love James Krause and I will not I am not gonna bet a city kickboxing guy. I just can't. <gasps> Oh, uh, city everything kickbox, I stand for. against
1: James Krauss What do we? That's that's tough.
0: Give me Brandon Moreno inside the distance. I think you're right the first time.
1: I wonder where you can get that. Actually, I check, haven't I'm really looked at the props. Moreno inside
0: the distance is plus two hundred.
1: Oh wow, subs plus four hundred. I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't hate the inside the distance. Ty-core I mean, France
0: I, inside the distance is plus five hundred.
1: I don't know. Do I, they I think just, this
0: I is going to decision.
1: I mean, there's. I think Moreno just has a huge, I mean, he tapped out Davis and Figueroa. you know, like yeah. he has a huge grappling advantage here. And I think he's, you know, he's going to eventually get him down. I mean, Aspar Asparov, it, it, he struggled getting him down, but he, he right away on his first or, or second attempt, he got him down. So like, At I, I think pretty,
0: France was able to hang around with Bonturine as well.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, he he can definitely, I, I I think Moreno, maybe not first, second, third time, but he, I think he should definitely be able to get him down. And I think, you know, pass his guard or, Get his back, land some ground, a pound. Uh, should be a good fight, though.
0: I am looking forward to it. That's probably the one I'm most excited about. Obviously, I'm excited about the main event, but it's not. Steve. Uh, it's different. Yeah, shout out to Steve. Uh, but I'm I'm on Brandon Moreno inside the distance. Here's a fight that I feel that I shouldn't even touch or go near. It's disgusting. I'm gonna wash my hands talking about it. Derek Lewis, Sergey Pavlovich. Uh, Pavlovich just knocked out a local uh, grocery store worker. And Shamil Abdul Rachmanov, dude. I'm just kidding, by the way. But uh, he had not fought since 2019. Before this, he just now he just got done. He fought March in the London card. Uh, Shamil wasn't exactly, uh, you know, didn't exactly look great that night. Let's say, and he he was that was just given. He was given his third straight loss. Um, Pavlovich, this is a little bit of a step up here for Pavlovich, you would say. But Derek Lewis, very untrustworthy. I don't trust him whatsoever. I don't like this fight at all, but I'm probably going to pick Derek Lewis because he's the underdog and because uh, i if you're making me pick, that's what I'm picking, but that's that.
1: Yeah. Fun fact, Derek Lewis is 4-0 on fights that go to the scorecards. There you go. Um, Would you bet I'm inside the, the
0: distance? If, if inside the distance is that – it's probably not that much different than – uh, plus one fifty compared to a plus one twenty five money line. Is that worth it to you? Probably not, right?
1: What's for the? Let's see with the. Honestly, over one and a half is plus money. I don't hate that. I think this. I think this is. I think they could just be boring for a little there. bit. I mean, listen, the over should have hit in the uh, Derek Lewis and Tai Vasa fight. Over one and a half should have hit, but you know, because. It, it, the way it was going, they were kind of just standing there. A lot of just standing and staring. That's that's what Derek Lewis fights. There's a lot of that that happens. And, and I I don't rate Sergey Pavlovich very highly. Honestly, I don't know if many people do. I know he's got a nice record and he's only thirty, but like look at who he's fought. I mean, Marcelo Golm is getting smoked out here in PFL, um, or a Bellator, I should say. Actually, I think he's won, he's won, actually he's won two in a row in Bellator, but he's he's not fighting very good fighters. You know, he's. He's very low level. And Maurice Green, I know he's out here losing in um, wherever he's at. I think he was in – I think he's in PFL. So – and then Shamil, like you said, this dude hasn't fought anybody. When he fought Alistar Overeem, who was, you know, pretty much cooked by then, he, he took him down once and the fight was over. Uh, I don't I don't see Pavlovich having a good ground game. If Derek Lewis wants to just, like, kind of surprise him with a takedown, I think he could definitely explode to shoot him down and just honestly – finish him on the ground i think land massive shots this dude will probably quit i i don't think he's that good at all i are the
0: same size too that's what i i also noticed when they were doing the stare i just you
1: know i i see i there's a lot of quit Derek lewis i mean i to be honest he quit against Ty toivasa um
0: uh, well yeah. i mean he got just, sent I, to I, land I, a wind and ghost brother I, I i mean yeah
1: i i hear that i i you know, it's also I not good he that he was
0: a- laying flat out cold in the middle of the octagon. That, that large gentleman doing that is not good.
1: I just not good think for he Yeah, I, I could see Sergei t- tagging him up and he, you know, he tries to land that big bomb anytime he gets hurt. I don't know, we're gonna see Derek Lewis in the decline for sure. And Sergei I guess is, you know, in his peak or he's on the rise. I wouldn't be I, I can't be surprised at Derek Lewis losing in twenty twenty two, but I could see this being, you know, boring and it's in Houston it's in Dallas, right? Uh
0: it's too close to home, he's gonna fold.
1: Yeah, it's true. I don't know if he, yeah, it could it could be true. I'm going to bank on him. I we'll see if he becomes a bigger underdog cuz I kind of like him. If he's just going to keep, you know, go to play plus 130, but yeah. I'd probably stay away like you said.
0: I would stay away if if you're actually looking at this with, you know, uh non non degenerate eyes, but if you need something <laughs> to, I'm betting Derek Lewis. I'm just letting you know, yeah. uh, but uh, you should stay away. That that's I hope you people can uh, decipher that when I say that that what I what I mean by by what's going on there. <laughs> Alex Perez Alexander Pantoja uh, we got a minus 175 for Pantoja plus 150 for Alex Perez I'll hand this over to you we got 25 and four or 24 and five versus 24 and six pretty close right down the middle who do you like I feel like I know who I like but I just like to hear you first
1: yeah um give me the cannibal I like I like Pantoja here big I think he's got the best jujitsu in the division. He's got a right hand bomb. Um I don't I don't really trust Perez's chin. I mean, you know, he's only been knocked out once, but he's been wobbled before. I mean now yeah. I mean
0: and by who though, Joseph, you know.
1: Joseph Benavidez, is like that dude does not hit hard. I mean, I don't know if he'd be able to, you know, knock out his wife. I mean, I'm just I don't I mean and he you know, he finished him easily, quick. Um, you know I don't know, I I I could see him winning rounds and winning minutes. He definitely can steal, steal round. He's done that, you know. He's done that multiple times. And um, you know, it's been—it's it, how long's it been? It's been two years since Perez has fought. I think um, that's a big weight cut, just in general, especially for him though. You know, like two years layoff. He already has a tough time making weight. Um, Pantoja, I think he's got him covered everywhere. I—I I, I guess maybe I could see him gassing out. It happened before against Askarov. He kind of gave out at the end. Same thing with the Figueroa. <clears throat> the Figueroa loss, and I guess you know he's done it before. But I try I trust him more. I mean, again, two years, two year layoff at a, you know, dropping down to one twenty five. Uh, the weight cut for that, when you're already struggling, it's 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 worse when you're when you're a smaller guy. From what I've heard, anyway, yeah. There's
0: not much extra to get like give. You don't have already don't
1: have that much
0: body fat or anything like extra extra excess on you you're already that tiny and just shredded yeah yeah.
1: i i think he he made weight i don't know how he looked i didn't see anybody talk about him dying on the scale so i guess that's good um i'm not a you know i can't really study people's bodies but i just just trust i just trust pantoja i think he's gonna finish i think he's gonna find his neck at some point you know man when he when he does that it's fucking lights out shout
0: out to Alexander Pantoja, inside the distance, plus 180 is what I'm going with.
1: I like it. What's the sub? Let's see. Again, see, I always bring up this, the, the specifics, but you, you always hammer home inside the distance, which I like. Yeah, you, plus you're, 300. You're, for back to reason. earth because you know what I do. The guy who's plus 2,500 to win by knockout wins by knockout. So Yep. That, that's uh, what I
0: always – I just hate it because I've gotten burnt so many times on a guy getting hit with a bomb. And I'm like, yes, I was right. And then he hops on his neck. And I'm like, you have to be fucking kidding me. So it's like, I just can't. I'll just spend the extra whatever, you know, the extra points on that and just take the plus 180 as opposed to the plus 300. Even though that's a big difference, it's just that viewing pleasure that I I can't, you know, because honestly, I only gamble. For the well, not only to make money, that's obviously a goal here, but it's it's very these fights become thousand times more entertaining when you have some when you're you're sitting there like oh I have this on the, this or you know like but you can yeah. but ladies and gentlemen don't let it ruin your viewing experience because I can still watch and even if I lose I'm like wow like that, that was fucking crazy like when we lost the Nunez uh, I mean I think everyone in the world probably had Nunez or inside the distance or something yeah uh, it was just like holy shit that was crazy that was incredible to watch. I'll 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 always be like that. This is the greatest spectacle on earth, man. I, I love this this cage fighting, this MMA, this UFC, especially I mean, the UFC. At,
1: I lose via I lose in the craziest ways, and I just keep coming back. You know, I'm also an idiot, but it, it just it's it's exhilarating.
0: We're here to have fun, ladies and gentlemen. Another fight. This is crazy. This is a crazy line, dude. Anthony Smith, I... Magomed Ankalaev, minus five sixty, five ninety, six twenty on some plus four thirty, <laughs> four hundred. Uh, for Anthony Smith, uh, w- I, I believe you already said that ankle Live is going to be a multiple time
1: championship winner.
0: Could be, could be, uh, what, what say you?
1: Well, you know, the division, the, the champ right now in the division has like, you know, has really bad takedown defense. Like it's, it's such a big flaw that, you know, anybody can see it. So, you know, you don't have to be perfect to be a champion. And I don't, I don't think ankle Live's the smartest, you know, I mean, he's, I mean, that Tiago Santos fight, he had him, he, it, it took him forever to even attempt to take down. I don't know what, I don't know what he was doing. He got hurt, right? He, he got knocked down in that he fight. Did. So it's like, you know, I don't know if he's like just playing with his food or, it, it just, it seems multiple times we saw it in the, in his loss. I know it happened a while ago and I know it's Paul Craig, but like that, you know, with one second left in the fight, man, that can't happen. That just can't happen. Um, you know, I, so I question his fight IQ sometimes, but I don't think Anthony Smith's the smartest guy in the world. You know, I look at how many losses he has. Look at how he's lost. Um, he gives away too much, too many, too much time, too many minutes, too many rounds. He, he might, he might be able to get a sneaky submission. I, you know, I, I don't think he finishes ankle live with his hands or, you know, knocks him out, but. I could maybe see him getting a sneaky sub. I mean, that's that's really his only path. I mean, we've seen it happen, I guess, but I I think this dude's bigger. I think Live's quicker. I think he's just smarter, just better. I think he's just overall better. I know it's a wide line, so I guess I could see you taking Anthony Smith if you feel like he could throw up an arm bar from guard or a triangle from guard. I just can't see him doing it.
0: Yeah, listen, Smith by submission plus 1,400. That looks incredible.
1: I mean, that's what I mean. How else is he going to win, though? You know, yeah, like he, that's pretty much what he's going to do. I mean, he choked out Ryan Spann. He probably would have choked out Jimmy Crude if, if Jimmy Crude's leg wasn't fucked up. He tr- he choked Devin Clark. I mean, his la- all his. When's the last time he won via anything other than choke was Shogun, and that dude, you know, a, 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 a gust of wind blo- knocks him out. You know, so, so,
0: if, so if anything, I think I like Ankalaev. Um, I don't know about inside the distance here. Because Ankelaev is, is plus 150 instead just of distance. uh, yeah. You know, decision is minus 105, so that's obviously what they think is going to happen. Right. Uh, I would probably bet my, – my official pick would probably be Ankelaev wins like a uh, unanimous or – yeah, unanimous decision, but probably loses. Like he drops around at some point because, like you said, he just – We'll just go to sleep for a round and just kind of go and autopilot. But this is a three-round fight. The last time was a five-round fight. and It was kind of his first time in one in the UFC. So maybe he was testing himself, getting himself right. He said something along those lines after. And I hate when dudes say that shit because it sounds like an excuse. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't like this fight betting-wise. I am probably going to bet Anthony Smith. Just all because right. th- that's where the number is, and it's less than a half a unit play. Like, it's not even, like, a real bet. It's just, like, dabble some just to have a little bit to play with, like, just for fun. Uh, I do like the submission. I might even just bet submission, the, like, the tiniest bit just to have some fun. Like, all right, like right, like let's root for a plus 1,400 to hit and, and something like that. But... Yeah, Ankalaev has the skill advantage in pretty much everything. Other, you think he just keeps it standing? I, and, and maybe, I, and probably Anthony Smith would just chop his legs the whole time, so would kind of just eventually. I could see Ankalaev cracking him though. I don't know. I, I just yeah. I don't really like anything here that much, so I can kind of see everything happening.
1: Yeah, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith has taken some damage. Um, I can see that happen. I can see Ankalaev cracking him with a straight right, some quick.
0: Yeah, Uh, I I don't like I said don't really like this one, so stay away. But uh, if this is the next one, do not stay away from this. This might be my play of the century. Oh wow! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But play Uh, of the play of the month, play of the month. This is my play of the half year. All right, it's going to. The month was over. Play of the galaxy. Whatever. Matthew Semmelsberger is going to get Alex Morano out of here. I like it. Semelsberger inside like. the distance plus two fifteen.
1: Ooh. Bovada sucks. Their odds are just garbage. We're, we're, we are not ever using Bovada again. I mainly I'm just,
0: just read the DraftKings and FanDuel ones as the two biggest ones. Well, I always Well, Ron so.
1: DeSantis, everybody's boy, will not legalize gambling down here, so he can suck a fat one. Everyone's boy. Yeah, everyone. Shout loves to Bovada. People wear his hats. He has hats. That's a shout-out.
0: Listen, In- if you can't get Mickey Gall out of there, I'm worried. <laughs> All right, instantly worried. Semmelsberger's a little wild. He's kind of like a, uh, a, a less psychopathic version of Mike Perry.
1: Listen, if you can't get David Zawada out of there, I have I have concerns.
0: Now, Semmelsberger isn't exactly lighting the world on fire with – Wins over Martin Sano, not to be confused with Miguel Sano, uh, and you know Jason Witt, AJ Fletcher, who's actually not.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: he's on, he was undefeated going dude, into that.
1: I mean, dude, he's had a he's had a cakewalk. Yeah, the only tough fight he lost. So, what? dude, that Martin Sano fight. Honestly, if I if, if there was a time I could go back in history of life and put any kind of money amount of money on any kind of outcome happening, it would be. Him to win in the first round against Martin Snow, that or the um, <laughs> the Amanda knockout <Lemo-Shnake> of Montserrat canejo <laughs> Oh yeah, that that was a fucking lock, city dude. <laughs> that <laughs> first punch, and she started wobbling back to the cage. It was either that or the uh, Semmelsberger Snow fight because that first right cross, fifteen <laughs> seconds, and the guy just—it's like the first faint. As soon as he threw his hands, this dude's hands dropped, uh, his arms dropped to the bottom to the, to the ground, and he was just done. It was. What a pathetic, pathetic performance. But I, I just think he's better everywhere. I mean, Morano's slow. You know, he can – listen, he knocked out Cowboy, but boo-hoo. Everybody has at this point, you know. I just think Semelsberger has him covered literally anywhere.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at too. And I, I don't – I'm not going to fire the house on inside the distance, but I do really like it. And that that's one that I'm actually co- not – I'm kind of confident in it. I just think – Yeah, I you better be. I uh, play of the play of the galaxy, dude. This is this is gonna be crazy. I really hope I don't lose my play of the galaxy, but uh, yeah, you know what? Morano's good. He's been in there with a lot of different guys. I just think he's slow, and I think Semmelsberger's more way more explosive. And I think it's not gonna be a wrestling fest. He's gonna be able to stand a little bit. He'll probably eat some shots, but I, like you said, I don't think Morano throws really hard enough to get Semelsberger out of there. So he's just gonna be eventually. Believe he's gonna melt. That's my personal opinion. So, Drew Dober, Rafael Alves. This is a phew, boy. Uh, go get it, now. It's gonna be a good fight. I'm just kidding. But betting wise, I don't. I don't really like like this. I mean, Drew Dober minus one seventy, Rafael Alves plus one forty five. What say you, Mister Capone?
1: Um. I think I like Dober here. I just early man, you know, I don't I don't love Dover's defensive grappling. And this you know, this guy has his grappling's legit. We saw what he did to Casey. Uh on the contender series, I think he had a um a pretty good guillotine choke as well. He's that's pretty much what he does. I mean uh if Dober gets caught in a guillotine, I really think he goes to sleep, honestly. And he's he's a bit of an idiot. I mean he you know, if Terrence McKinney had any kind of a gas tanker, had more more of a game plan you know, to extend a fight more than like two minutes, you know, that, that fight's over, you know. So it's just Drew Dober doesn't die though, is the is the problem. Like, you know, you could hit this dude with a with a steel chair. I, I think he just walks through it. You know, I think Drew Dober fights are always fun. Um he's not young.
0: Who's he ever win he against won? though? What's his biggest uh-huh. win? Would you say it's
1: probably it's probably either McKinney or um Alexander the Great.
0: I uh, I would say Polo Reyes.
1: I, I would say Jamie Varner, but I think Jamie Varner was cooked by then. So, um, you know, he's been in the UFC
0: not, so long, man. I,
1: he fought in um in VFC, which is just like I remember that. That was a long, long time ago. It was like I guess comparable to some of the regional scenes now. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I mean, I was just, he wasn't supposed to beat Mark DeCacy. Like this, this wasn't supposed to happen. He has a fuck ton of losses, a bunch of. Um, you know, he, he's gotten finished before light kick. He got finished by a light kick. He got hit, injured in a fight. Um, Demir is He doesn't finish guys, but he, you know, could have had, he smoked him. Give me a, uh, give me Drew Dober. Yeah.
0: Like Drew Dober. You think I, I don't like inside the distance here though. So this might be a parlay piece. You know, our rules, yeah, we don't like makes- minus minus one seventy laying laying that much juice on somebody like Drew Dober. Fair enough. So, uh inside the distance just to give you guys a little uh what's going on. Inside the distance plus 250 for Alves, plus 130 for Dover. So they they think he could get him out of there. What do you think would be the best best route probably TKO?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I think he's got the better hands, the better gas tank. Um if he survives grappling, I think he he's better everywhere. I mean, not everywhere, but I think he's you know, as long as he uh survives the grappling, I think he's he's well equipped to get Alves out of there.
0: Danteil Maze. I kinda like that inside the distance too, by the way. So maybe I'm, i might I might mess around. Uh Dan- here's the play of the night. Dante this is, actually this might be the play of the universe, dude. This is, this is larger than the galaxy. Uh,
1: the, the Avengers might make a movie about yeah, this. Yeah, dude.
0: This is unbelievable. Dante Maze. Dante called me Lord Kong Maze. Is getting in That's there against H- Hamdi. The hammer. Abdul Wap. Abdul Wahab. Abdul Wahab. Uh, He is hailing from Egypt, but fighting out of New York, New York. He has two huge wins on his record against Matthew Strickland. Look him up if you want to see. Stretch Strickland is no joke. Check Uh, my last retweet. also. There you go. Uh, This is about, uh, listen, the odds (laughs) would tell you, man, that this is unbelievable, okay? That's, first of all, that they... Uh, minus 195 for Dontale Mays. I think he's better than that, man. Listen. I mean, is he?
1: Is he, though? I mean, but this, you're I'm right really around. worried
0: about this, though, because we are underestimating this guy because of coming into the UFC 3-0. and I don't trust anything. You know, he has all three wins by by TKO or, or, you know, leg injury. I guess that counts as a TKO. Uh, Listen, man, I... I I don't like it. I don't like it at all, all right? I'm just being honest with you. Give me Dante Maze inside the distance. And don't be really confident. This is no longer the play of the universe.
1: <laughs> what, uh, I plus got a plus one twenty... Okay, damn, dude. Fucking Bavada blows. Draft, um, yeah,
0: draft, This is DraftKings. They, they always have draft higher. DraftKings is
1: this fucking tits, man. Um, yeah, you know, this dude... This dude is, a, I guess, an Egyptian olympic wrestler but you know you know who also apparently was in the olympics representing egypt in i think jujitsu or wrestling was ali Abdulaziz. Oh boy. and we all know that was that was a farce that never happened so i got my i have you know i have my uh my questions here um i saw him fight this guy tyler lee shout out to tyler lee great first name the fox tyler the fox lee that's i like that he uh he fought johnny eblin he lost um didn't have a great career. Um, I mean, everybody, I, I, I've only seen a couple of this dude's fights, but um, it's really just really bad, really low level. He fought in this, in Cage Wars, as, I guess as an amateur, and he, he he had this dude hurt on the ground. Or I don't even know if he was hurt. But I think he might have been hurt. He was on the ground, and he was, he hit him in the back of the head with like 15 straight hammer fists. And the, he lost. He got DQ'd, and he was, he was very confused at why he got disqualified. It was insane. Uh, I remember once he fought in CFFC and he almost lost. I can't imagine this dude's any good. I mean, yeah, I guess his wrestling, you know, is good. Uh, I watched his, I also watched his fight against this dude, Tyler Lee, or um, no, it was the fight against uh, that he lost by DQ. It was only two years ago. Uh, it went to the second round. After the first round, he was huffing and puffing. He was, he was gassed. Um, There's nothing I see here. I mean, he, he, he seems to hit hard. Everybody he hits drops and falls, but like, you know. These dudes are bumps. I mean, bums is is honestly putting it lightly. Dante Almeida went to the third round with Cerrone. That matters for something, at least in my opinion. He went to the second round with that dude Nascimento, who has a lot of hype. Um, he honestly looked better against Josh Parisi. I know it's Josh Parmesan, but like, you know, he got him out in that third round from Crucifix. We don't see many people, you know, get elbows from Crucifix. You know, John Jones made that popular, but like, who else has really done that? Yeah, it's not that common. Shevchenko, John Jones, like. High level people can pull that off. I'm not saying Dante Almeida is high level. I just think there's no way he doesn't run through this guy. I mean, if he just all he has to do is avoid a, like a big right, but he's four inches taller. I think he's got like seven, eight inches in reach. There's no it, I mean, if he takes this dude down, I would imagine this dude is, is not good off his back. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, know I think that's fair. Wrestler, but there's no this dude's got to be like a turtle on his back. I, I seriously, he has no, I mean, no experience.
0: I'm I, now I moved it back. It's the play of the universe. <laughs> uh, Dante may's plus one thirty inside the distance. Lock, lock it the fuck in. Sell your car. Sell that's, everything that's you own. Everything. Uh, but gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, yeah. Michael Michael Morales, thirteen and O. Someone's O has got to go. Not actually though, because <laughs> he could win. And then Adam Fuggets, <laughs> <laughs> Adam Fuggets two would go to a three. So what say you tie here on a car or a, a fight that has has a minus 600 favorite uh i don't i don't advise betting anything i tell you guys this all the time i don't never advise betting a fight like this this is just not smart whatsoever uh this is a guy coming off a win against Solomon renfro who's not a jo- used to be not a joke he was considered a good prospect uh when he was in the cffc i believe he would fall in the contender series too he lost a split decision so i mean he's not like a bum bum but uh yeah listen man uh this is just never uh, maybe inside the distance here you think he gets him out of there
1: yeah i think fugitz uh you know he's okay uh i I think he's a i think he's a brown belt so he's a pretty good grappler austin vanderford yeah, Austin Van you know Austin, Austin Van Zane had a grip grappling match with Nick Maximov. Uh, he got smoked by this dude, Kylan Caitlin Hill, in LFA in the regional scene. Uh, I think Morales should roll here. He's much. I mean, his his boxing is pretty legit. I lo- I like Michael Morales a lot. Um, you know, I guess maybe this dude can use his wrestling. I mean, maybe I. You know, I don't think so. I mean, I know Trevin Giles isn't great, but to make your debut at twenty two against him and you know get him out of there quick is it's pretty impressive. So. Yeah, give me, Mike, give me Michael Morales. I really wish it was the original fight, which was uh, Ramiz Brahimaj. That would have been a banger. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know if this few guy is legit, but, you know, he, he seems to be okay. He's one of those regional scene last-minute replacement guys that are pretty decent, you know. Like, they can tread water. Maybe they can, if the other guy doesn't bring their A-game, maybe they can steal a win. Um, we'll see. I, I just, I think Morales has a lot of legit hype.
0: Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. And I just don't... I. At minus one ninety none of it, I don't like any of it uh just keep keep me away from this I might use that in a parlay with something else, but yeah, here we go dude i mean we we're 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 moving on for a lot of plays of the century here tonight and uh, <laughs> listen, I am on the record. I am an automatic fade of g young Kim. <laughs> I always will be. I will continue to be. And today is not going to be any different. Jocelyn Edwards is not that good, but she's better than Ji Young Kim. King's MMA, ladies and gentlemen. Coming off of a huge victory against Ramona Pascual. But hey, a loss to JRC, one. not good. Not good. Not good. <laughs> uh Yana ya- Woo, she got a W. Okay, Lost to Sarah Alpar, that's not great.
1: <laughs> that's not great. That's, that's not great. But... That is a big that that almost counts as two red flags. Uh, I will give her that it was an LFA, and you know, maybe maybe a lot's changed.
0: <laughs> I don't like this at all, though, because G- Jocelyn. I mean, minus one twenty-five. If it's able to, I'd pounce on minus one ten or something like that. But I mean, I guess it's not 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 going to stop me. Give me the minus one twenty-five. I don't like any props. I don't trust her to get her out of there or anything like that. So, I mean, she should.
1: She, <laughs> she should. <laughs> And she, uh, he probably won't.
0: it's probably a fat line for inside the distance, plus four seventy five. So yeah, I don't blame someone for wanting to take
1: something like that.
0: I don't think Ji Young Kim is gonna get her out of there.
1: Ji Young Kim is moving up. Let's have some she, fun, huh? She's she's moving down. What do you? What, what's the fun? What plus
0: four seventy five, dude. Let's <laughs> let's throw it on the card.
1: Good board. Last a, time a she point two five unit play. Was Pamela Gonzalez and that chick was like three and three. Yeah, so. Gion
0: Kim going to sleep this weekend. All
1: right, listen. Oh my
0: god, I, I feel disgusted even saying that.
1: Gian Kim is nine five and two. That's a gross record. Um, I mean the only time she's looked good in the UFC was against Nadia Kasim, who uh, not good. I think she almost lost to Melinda Fabian, who also is like four four and four, three or something. <laughs> Just an insane weird record. The thing I'll say about Yaslin. Jocelyn Edwards is that she's coming down. I think she fought Pascal at 140. Uh Gian Kim's coming up. Um I like split. I like split decision. Gian Kim lost or Jocelyn Edwards lost the first round to Pascal. She got wobbled, which is just pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. The combining getting hurt by Ramona Pascal and, and losing to Sarah Alpar is just gross. But she's rebounded, I guess, if you will. Um, you know, I like split. I like split decision. I think Jocelyn plus seven hundred or Gian Kim plus eight hundred. Whatever, listen, whatever side you want to lean towards. get. I think there's gonna be a split decision here. I think Fire Fist is a pretty low level. She's fought the better competition, I'd say, but um, she's lost. She's <laughs> lost to all of them. So I don't really know. I don't really rate her at all. So give me Jocelyn Edwards split.
0: All right, there you go. Here we go. We're we're getting through this. We're almost at the end, but first we're we have here. to stop. We have to make a stop in Mister Nicktown. There's a... and Ehor. I'm sorry. Potiera. 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 Yeah. My name is Ihor
1: Potiera. The du- The duelist. I am That's the duelist. Uh,
0: so he's fighting Mister Nick. This is kind of buried in the bottom, but it doesn't seem like a, a horrible fight. Uh, but I mean, the odds probably would tell you otherwise. No, actually, they're pretty close to Mister Nick's only minus 120. He's usually much uh, much more of a wider favorite, wouldn't you say? Right? I mean, these uh, last. I mean, Kennedy. I guess now he's. I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, Alexa Kammer, Ike Villanueva days, yeah. as Opposed to now, which he's starting to move up the list a little bit. Who do you like here? And uh, what I believe you were told. You told me you have a new nickname. For Mister Nick,
1: yep. Listen, we got. I, I don't know how to feel about Potiera. I guess you know. It's I've. I heard earlier in the week. I saw somebody say something about you know an absolute garbage record. And going through, I see a lot of zero and two, zero and four, zero and three. See a lot of one and nines. You know, it's not, it's not pretty. He has a couple losses back in the way back in the day, but you know, I can't imagine he's anything near that level anymore. He also, I think he fought he fought some dude in the contender series. Uh, that's Sadulski dude who um honestly isn't that bad after that loss he's won two in a row um in babylon MMA if you uh if you are familiar with Babylon spelled in a completely different co-
0: I I missed the last couple of cards.
1: Uh yeah. It's it's tough to get. But yeah, I mean on that contender series fight he looked pretty good, I thought. You know, I don't I don't know if this guy really has much of a I don't know if he can go past the first round. He doesn't really go past the first round much. Um <laughs> I just I can't, you know, last fight I I thought um, Mr. Nick lost. Like I don't know how he I don't know how he got that fight against our boy Kennedy, but uh I don't really have much to say. This is a quick breakdown. Give me Ehor Potiera over the pen, the Transylvanian Pain Train. Jesus. Give me Ehor Potiera. I don't trust him. I don't trust the Transylvania Pain Train. I don't, but I do love the nickname. What do you think?
0: Yeah, um, Mr. Nick's gonna probably try and wrestle him the whole time, I would imagine. And yeah. Well, I, the Romanian
1: fighters, yeah, you know, I, I, I have a tendency to fade them as well.
0: I don't like this at all, but I'm taking Potiera.
1: Bang. Twenty and two, looks good to me.
0: Orion uh, Koski, Koski or something. How you ever say this gentleman's okay. name, He missed weight.
1: Oh, did he? God damn. <laughs> Oh man, what did he come in at?
0: One thirty, or I'm sorry, one seventy-two and a half. I think or whatever it was, two and a half. One thirty.
1: Missed weight by a
0: lot. Yeah, I know. Well, he would have made weight then.
1: <laughs> um. Well, listen, I don't really know what to say about this thing. Um. <laughs> I don't know how this dude got signed, Mike. Mike Mathetha. He went by Mike Methetha for like a week, aka. Got smoked and they're like, we gotta we gotta change it to Blood Diamond.
0: He looks like Moneybag Yo.
1: He he kind of does. Uh does he have chips like Moneybag Yo? I don't think he does. No. He does not have any rap snacks. Uh he's 34. I can't imagine this guy's gotten any better since the Jeremiah Wells fight. I mean, listen, Orion Kosuke is garbage. His brother's garbage. They're not good. Um, you know, after like a couple minutes, Philip Rowe smoked him. Um, that dude, he fought in the contender series, Matt Dixon, that dude, that dude wasn't good. I mean, he hasn't fought since then. He was getting the, the typical LFA ups. Um, I mean, I, I, if this dude struggles and it goes like deep and he stays on the feet, I think blood diamond probably smokes him. I mean, that's, that's like what he's known for, you know? Um, he was a kickboxer. Uh, this dude has no <laughs> stand up, but I think he should, I mean, he's got good wrestling. He's got good grappling. At the very least, I think he should be able to take Blood Diamond down and just, I guess, maybe do whatever. Maybe just sit on him. I mean, I don't know how Blood Diamond gets up, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, you saw from the Jeremiah Wells is not uh, – him and Orion are not the same, but
1: – As soon as he as soon as soon he got him down, it was you – know, It was kind it was of a wrap.
0: You just knew he, he just – He just looked like he
1: had no idea what he was doing.
0: Yeah, I can't trust Blood Diamond. Yeah, he's an easy fade.
1: I know Kosuke – Again, this is kind of like... Not R- trustable Victor- either, Leonardo. yeah. Orion Kosuke is Victoria Leonardo in this case. Just saying.
0: That's that. UFC 277. Uh Kosuke inside the distance there, by the way. That's what uh, I am on. Uh wouldn't hate it.
1: Can't imagine blood dynasty. Plus 100.
0: Attack. So, there we are. That is UFC 277 from Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Arena. Uh, do we have anything else you want to get off your chest? We have covered a lot today here on the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Uh, Ryan, yeah. Gar- we, we talked about Ryan Garcia already. He got that W last we were, two weeks ago, I think. Uh, yeah, guy still posting Dan- videos Dan-
1: of it. Danny Garcia's fight in Brooklyn uh, this Saturday against Jose Benavidez Jr. Um a big I, favorite, I, I, I I, saw. yeah, I like Benavidez. I mean, he went he almost went the distance with Terence Crawford, and, then he, and got him out of there quick. Um, you know, I think this is another warm up fight for Danny Garcia. I mean, listen, has anybody had a more fucking coddled path than than Danny Garcia? I mean, I don't know. He he's gotten decisions he shouldn't have got. He fought that dude Rod Salka, and they're using that knockout to promote this fight. That dude was like the eighty fifth ranked fighter, and you know the crooked WBA set that fight up. Just pathetic. The, the state of boxing right now is so gross. I'm seeing people. A lot of people are worried that the Spence and Crawford fights not not matriculating the way they thought it would. And I mean, seriously, if that thing falls apart, I I have lost complete faith. This is the perfect time for those two to come together. Terence Crawford's finally free from Bob Arum, um, who you know he just keeps escaping death's doorstep, death's grip. Um, I don't know how, but. If that fight doesn't get made, I I've lost complete faith. He's a motherfucker, García. man. Yeah, boxing sucks, man. This you know, this isn't a huge fight for Danny Garcia, but this is honestly a pretty good card. It's taking place at the Barclays. They're gonna hype Danny Garcia up. I I like him because he's from Philly, but um he's had a he's had a path that I just don't love. Adam Konotchky's in the co-main. Francis Bartholomew, Gary Antoine Russell, pretty good card. Pretty good fight at 140 on the undercard. Sergey Devyatchenko's getting in there. Uh good prospect, LaShawn Rodriguez, is also getting a pretty good card. Like I said, but um, Danny Rusty is fun. He's just—I think he's getting older now. I think he's like 35. Um, so yeah, not much, not much really going on in boxing. A little a little stale going on. Uh, I don't know if you saw that dude from kickboxing got signed by the UFC, Cedric Dube. Dumb- yeah, I did Dumbay. see that
0: fighting the France card.
1: Yep, against Darren Weeks. So that's a you know layup and a half, if you will. Um, other than that, not really much. There's not much. Going on. I think there's a rising card this week, and you know, I know how you feel about that that uh that organization. Nope.
0: <laughs> nope. I don't. I don't listen to anyone in Japan anymore.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Do we have Blueface? Is that, that's blue face. That...
0: Nick Young is this weekend. Swaggy pig. Okay.
1: I'm just making sure the card is finalized because I can't find it on tap. If, if, if you're not on Tapology, that's saying a lot. So, um, we'll we'll, we'll what try to get What a... are they even fighting under? It's, let's see. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess it's at the crypto arena. Oh man, the stable Center is just, it's squirming in its grave. I mean, seriously.
0: Blue face, um, baby. Right. Social
1: glo- social gloves, PPV.
0: Who else is fighting on this uh, elite card, do you know?
1: Austin and McBroom and NS on Gibb.
0: I I don't know... I know who McBroom is, because he... Who did he knock out? Like, Nick Carter or something like that? Yes. Yeah. You know, what the fuck are we doing, dude? <laughs> you know, Aaron Carter. Who knows, bro? Like, who gives
1: a shit? I don't. I don't. That's for sure. Uh, Jake Paul said he'd rather fight Artur Beterbiev than Dimitri Bivol. What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, no <laughs> shit. I mean, you're gonna get your ass beat by either one, but... Bevol looked like a fucking savage last time, so good luck.
1: Yeah, I mean listen, Art of Better, be, better be, is scary.
0: Yeah, neither one. Like it yeah, just no thanks. He's he, listen, we'll, we'll talk he we got his fight next week. We have yeah, Dante yeah. or oh, geez, I'm about to say Dante May's running it back again next week. Uh, no, we got we got Tiago yeah. Santos and Jamal Hill. Vicente Luque Vic- Jeff Jeff Neil's not a bad fight. We have the conclusion of the ultimate fighter, and I watched the whole season, so I will have some insights oh, for you. Bad. Uh, Augustus, that's what I do for the fans. Augustus Sakai.
1: That chick in the one is terrible. Who? Juliana Miller.
0: Oh, you'll see, you'll see.
1: Good. Good
0: lord. You will see, pal. Augustus Sakai and Sergey Spivak. Jesus, I I can't believe we're still doing that. Your girl Ariane Lipsky getting in there against Priscilla Cachuera, smiling. Sam Alves getting in there next week. Takashi Sato. Um, Michael O, dude. Michael Olszewski, dude. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, good shit. Brian Battle, your boy. He's fighting Takashi Saito. his
1: McKinney, is mine like fifteen million.
0: Yeah. Jason Witt. Oh man, this dude. I might go. I might Josh sleep Witt? in a trash can the night before so I can get ready for this fucking card. Uh that's I enough. Have
1: big. I have big, big, big feelings on the Stephanie Egger Meyer Boy and Silva fight. Just let you know.
0: If Stephanie Egger is gonna. That's that's your lock of the century. That's-
1: Yeah, she's a plus money, dude. You got to get her before she turns into a favorite. I'm just saying. There you
0: go. And that has been the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Exactly one hour and a half today. Uh, For all of you out there, we love you. We respect you. And uh, if you get a chance, go watch a Matthew Strickland fight.
1: (laughs) He doesn't have many of them, so you better enjoy it. Take care. Go, Birds.